Mo'ed Katan Dav Kafav, the lesson we're discussing, was the importance of eulogy when Hacham passes away. We talked about different bad things that happened when different rabbis passed away. And with that, we are starting Kaf He Amudibet, the last two words on the page, which is Tanur Rabbanan. And now we're starting Kaf Amudalev. The following are rips of Avelut that are not mended. If a person rips for father and mother, or his rabbi that taught him Torah, and what exactly that means, there's a mahlokit in Tosfot and Bahamut between Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi. According to Rabbi Yuda, you have to learn the majority of the Torah from him. According to Rabbi Yossi, even if you, you lit up his eyes in one Mishnah, and Ola was posek uh, when it comes to ripping, like Rabbi Yossi, that even if he lit his eyes up in one Mishnah, you rip. And Rabbi Yuda said the same thing. And in Shiel Totar Vahai, he's posek like Rabbi Yuda. Interesting, Mahlokit, but what is uh, the rabbi? Either way, Ve'al Nasi, Ve'al Av Betin, if they pass away, Ve'al Shemot Arot, if bad news comes about Israel, they were killed, Ve'al Berkat Hashem, and if someone heard Rasha cursing Hashem, Ve'al Sefer Torah Shem Nisraf, if a Sefer Torah is burnt, Ve'al Arei Yehuda, and if someone sees the cities of Yehuda destroyed, Ve'al HaMikdash, if he sees the place of the Beit HaMikdash, Ve'al Yerushalayim, if he sees Yerushalayim destroyed, Ve'korea on Mikdash, Umosif Al Yerushalayim, and he rips, over the Mikdash, once he sees the area of the Mikdash, and he continues that rip a little bit more about Yerushalayim. And the Gemara starts, going slowly. Number one, Aviv ve'imo ve'rabo shelimdo Torah. I mean, Alan, how do we know you have to rip for them and, and not fix it? Dikhti ve'lisharo e'vehu metza'ek avi avirech v'yisaylu farasha ve'lishaso. Eliyahu going up to the sky and he's screaming, My father, my father. Avi avi ze'avi ve'imo. That's the father and mother. Eliyahu was like his father and mother. That's how hard it was for him. Rechev Yisrael Farashav, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen, Zerabo Shelim Do Torah. Memashma, how do you understand that? Kidim Targem Rav Yosef, like Rav Yosef explained in that pasuk, Rabbi Rabbi, Rabbi Rabbi, the Tavle Hon Yisrael, your good Yisrael, Bitzlote, with his Tefilot, Mertichin Farashin, more than chariots and horsemen. So you see, you have to rip for Rabbi also. Velomit Achin Menalan, how do you know that you don't mend it? He held his clothing, he ripped it to two rips. When he ripped it, I didn't know that he ripped it to two. How do you rip? You ripped it to two. Rather, you learned that he ripped it, and it's there as two as two pieces forever, meaning you can't mend it. Eliyahu Haihu. Why did Elisha have to rip? Isn't uh, Eliyahu still alive? He went up uh, with a storm up to the sky. He never died. Since it says that Elisha never saw him again, it was like uh, he passed away. Now we learned that if a Nasi of Betin and bad news, Minalan, how do we know that you rip for that? Everyone ripped their clothing. And they were Doresh. Number one, Shaul is a Nasi. He was the king of Israel. He's the Nasi. Because he was a Hakam. Alam Hashem Vaal Bet Israel, because they got killed at the war. Elu Shemotarot, that's Shemotarot. 
Now, Amale Rav Bar Shabbat, Rav Kana, Rav Bar Shabbat, all Rav Kana, Ve'em, Adavu Kulehu, maybe all of them have, have to happen at the same time. And I see in Av Betin, people have to die in order for uh, someone have to have to rip. Amale, Al, Al, if Sikainan, every time it said Al, Shaul, Al, Yonatan, Al, it comes to stop, it means you have to rip for each one separately. Sigma asks, do we have to really rip for bad news? Didn't they tell Shemuel that Shabur Malka, Shabur the king, killed 12,000 Jews in this place called Mizigat Kesari, and he didn't rip? So the Gemara explains, "Lo amru ela berovtzibur." No, you only rip when it's a majority of people. It's like by what happened with David. By David, majority of Israel went out to war. A lot of people were captured. A lot of people were killed, and that's what's the story. So the Gemara asks the question: "Umikatal shevor malka yudhed shevor malka really killed Jews?" V'ha amar le shevor malka le Shmuel didn't shevor malka tell Shmuel titi li delokat le yudim yolam? He says, "I should I deserved a reward because I never killed a Jew ever." That story, they themselves caused it. To the music that was going on, meaning they were rebelling. There was a lot of music, there were a lot of partying. The walls of Lutkiya were busted open, meaning there was so much music going on in, in rebellion that uh, it, it broke the wall of the town next to it. So when Shabur Maka didn't kill Jews, he never killed Jews because they were Jews, but he killed the Jews because they were rebelling. That was okay. So if someone hears a curse of Hashem, how do you know you have to rip the khtiv? It says, when the when the slaves of Hizkiyahu heard Rav Shakeh, who was the messenger of Shalman Asad, the king of Ashur, he was cursing Shamaim. They came back to Hizkiyahu, ripped in clothing. Whether you heard it, or if a betin heard it from the person who heard it, everyone has to rip. The Haidim and the witnesses, they don't have to rip because they already ripped when they heard it. Why is that enough when they heard it from the actual person who was cursing? Aren't they hearing it again? The Gemara explains, No, we not have them to rip again. When Hizkiyah the king heard it, that's when he ripped. Meaning, Hamelech Kara Vehem Lo Karau. Dafka, the king ripped, and the the, the slaves didn't rip. Velo Mitachin Minalan. How do we know that we don't mend it? Atiyah Kiriah Kiriah. We learned the same Kiriah from Elisha Gizrashava that it's a rip that uh, never uh, gets mended. Sefer Torah Shenisraf Minalan. If a Sefer Torah is burned, how do we know that they have to rip? Dichtiv. It says, Vayhi Kikro Yehudi Shalosh Tilatot Varbaa Vekraiha Betar Sofer Vashlech. They read Sefer Echa, Megillat Echa, to the king Yehoiakim, which Yermia wrote before the Horban, and the the next Pasuk is that nobody was scared, nobody ripped their clothing, so they just ripped it up and nobody did anything. So the Gemara tries to understand, my shalosh delatot varbaos, I mean three, four doors. So the Gemara says, Amru le Yakim, they told the Yakim, Katav Yermia Sefer Kinot. Yermia wrote a book of eulogies. Amar the Humakati, what does it say there? Number one, it says, Echa Yasheba Badad. It says, How is Yerushalayim by itself? Amar the Humakati, I am the king, I'm still here. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Amar le, 
Okay, what else does it say? It's crying at night. So Yehoiakim said, Ana Malka, I'm still here, I'm the king, it's all wrong. Okay, it says, Galata Yehuda Me'oni, that Yehuda exiles from Pornis. Ana Malka, I'm still the king, I'm the, uh, I'm, I'm still left. That the, the ways of Tzion are, are sad. Ana Malka, I'm the king. Meaning, we're not in exile, we're not going anywhere, I'm still here. Those who oppressed us became the head. Who said all this? Hashem is saying this because of all our Averot. Right away, he cut with a knife all the Shem Hashem's that in He burnt it. And that's what it means. Once he had three, four psukim, he got upset and he started uh, ripping and burning. This is exactly what the pasuk means when it says that they weren't scared and didn't rip their clothing. Meaning, in general, when someone sees Hashem, Hashem being burnt, like by Sefer Torah, they have to rip their clothing. Maybe because it was bad news over there in Miglatecha. At that time, there was no bad news. At the time, everything was still good. This is Yirmiyah writing it way before the destruction. We didn't have people dying like we had before. A person saw Sefer that was ripped. He has to rip two uh, rips. Like a real one for the parchment itself. One for the writing. And there is Rishonim who take out the word Nikra uh, and put in the word Enisraf. This is the Rif, the Rosh. And meaning the Mahlok is does do you have to rip if someone sees a tear in a Sefer Torah or not, or is it only when it's burnt? And and all the reason is you have to Devarim after the king burnt the Megillah and the words, meaning the Megillah was one thing and the and the words are a different thing. And the Gemara says a story that Rabbi Abba Ravuna Barhiya Havu Yatve Kamid Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba and Ravuna Barhiya were sitting in front of Rabbi Abba. Ba'ila Panuya, he went to go to the bathroom. Shakle Letotefta, he burst feeling with the Mahtea Besadia, he put it on a pillow. Atai Batamita, some sort of ostrich, Ba'alim, if I want to come and swallow the feeling, Amar Hashtai, Hayavin, Lish to take out. I would have had to rip two carry out, one for the parchment and one on the actual writing. Amar Le, Menalacha, how do you know this? I had something like this. And I came to Rav Matna to ask him. He didn't have an answer. And I came to Rav Yehuda. That's what Shmuel told me. A person only has to rip his clothing only in a situation where they burn the things by force, like the whole story by Oyakim, but not when it's a case like the ostrich. And there's different explanations. Some say that the explanation is when it was burnt, that's where you can't bring that uh, tefillin back. But if an ostrich uh, swallows that egg, you could always uh, find the ostrich, kill it, and take it out of his stomach. Okay. Arei Yehuda Menalan. How do we know if someone sees uh, the destruction of the cities of Yehuda? He has the rib. Eighty people came, ripped clothing with Godedim. These were people that in the Sefer Yemiyat says that after Yishmael ben Tina killed Gedalim ben Haikam, people didn't know that Yerushalayim was destroyed yet, so they came, they're ready to give Korban to the Beit HaMikdash, and they see the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, 
And when they saw the destruction of the city, they ripped their clothing. And if a person sees the cities of Yehuda when they're destroyed, he has to say that the, the cities, the holy cities, were like a desert, then then he rips. If a person sees Yerushalayim when it's destroyed, that Yerushalayim was a desert, Yerushalayim was desolate, and then he rips. Bet Amikdash Bechorbanov, a person sees the Bet Amikdash destructed. Omer, Bet Kochenu Vetifatenu Asher Hilelucha Avotenu, our Bet Amikdash where our fathers praised you. Hayal Srefatesh was burnt. Vichol Mohammedenu and our dearest Hayal Horba became destructed. Vikoyan and he ribs. Koreal Mikdash, Umosif Al Yushalayim, he ribs for the Bet Amikdash and he adds to the rip about Yushalayim. But we have a Braita that says, Had Someone heard that the Bet HaMikdash was destroyed and someone saw it. Once he got to a place where he's able to see the Bet HaMikdash, then he rips. And he rips for the Bet HaMikdash and for Yerushalayim separately. Meaning, you don't just widen the rip, rather you have to do two separate rips. Stigma explains, Depends what you got first. If someone got the Beit HaMikdash first, which is a greater, then he rips for for the Beit HaMikdash and then adds for Yerushalayim. But if a person saw Yerushalayim first, he rips, but then when he sees the Beit HaMikdash, which is a different level, he has to rip a separate one. And how it's possible to see the Beit Hamikdash without saying Yerushalayim? Rashi says it's coming in a box. There's other Rishonim who says maybe coming in through the desert. You have uh, Ritval says maybe come from the eastern Yerushalayim, or in a wagon. Everyone has their different shita. Now going back to those ribs that we said were not allowed to be uh, stitched back together. All these rips, you could tack them back together, meaning with wide stitches that are not real good stitches. You're allowed to hem them, you're allowed to gather them and just stick a needle in like this or like that. And make it like a ladder, meaning a crisscross, nothing serious. But not to make it a real mend, a real good stitch. And Amar Hasda Ubihoi Alexandrian with an Alexandrian uh, stitch. It's one of those stitches that are so good that you can't even see the this the line of the stitches. And Tanura Banana if a person rips a second rip from the area where it was put back together, Mitocha Melal Ham, Mitocha Liket where it was gathered, Mitocha Sulamut where the a ladder type of stitches, it's not considered a kiri'a because, because that wasn't considered back together. But if someone uh, ripped from an area that was stitched back together, it's dafka if it was such a good stitch in an Alexandrian uh, stitch. And Tanura Banan, I guess this only applied to once upon a time where their uh, cloaks were able to be flipped around. One can flip his cloak upside down and sew it uh, with that area, which is the new bottom. Uh, you could sew it back together. Rabbi Shimon Azar says one is not allowed to mend it back together.
In the same way, the seller is not allowed to put it back together. Same thing, the buyer is now not allowed to put it back together. It meaning this shirt has a din of kiriah on it, and that's it. Therefore, if a seller is selling this shirt or whatever this cloak to a buyer, he has to tell the buyer that you're not allowed to fix this shirt. The shirt has to be as is. It's a kiriah shirt. You can't fix it forever. And Tosfot says you're allowed to sell it to a goy. When someone rips, it has to be a tefah. And if there's another mate, he has to add three etzbaot. And Rabbi Uda Omer, tehillat kiriah is only shalosh etzbaot. That's when a person has to rip, it's only three etzbaot. And if another person dies, you can add even a little bit. And Amar Ula, halakha kiribi meir bikriah, that it has to be a tefah. And halakha kiribi Uda betosefet, you can add anything. Tanya nemi hachir, biosi omer, tehillat kiriah is a tefah. Betosefet, koshehu, exactly like Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. Tanura banan. They told the person his father passed away. He ripped and met Beno. Then his son passed away. The Hosif and he added to that The bottom one, which is for a son, it can be mended back together. The top one for his parents cannot be. Met Beno Vekara. If they first told him that his son passed away, he ripped. Then met Avi Vehosif. Then his father passed away. And he added to that The top one for his son can be mended back together. But the bottom part cannot be fixed back together. That's for parents. Met Abiv, Met Imo, Met Ahiv, Met Ahoto. If his parents and brother and sister passed away and they told him all at the same time, Kora Kera Hadakulan, Tanakama says, Europe's one for everyone. Rabbi Uda bin Betra Omer, Al Kulan Kerehad, for everyone, for his siblings, one Kerehad, Al Abi Beimo, another Kerehad. Why the Fishen Mosifin Al Kerehad, because you cannot add to a Kerehad of parents. My Tama, what's the reason? Amar of the Hamabait Shak, the Fishe Enan Betosefet, because you cannot add. And what exactly is Rabbi Huda bin Betra arguing on is a Mahlukit Rashi, Tosfot, and the Rosh. Rashi says you can never add, even if the children passed away first or uh, the parents passed away first. A parent's kira has to be separate according to Buda bin Betera. And Tosfot says that Buda bin Betera was only arguing and said that if uh, parents passed away first, one is not allowed to add the kira on for his children. I mean, he cannot add to his parents' kira. And the Rosh explains that Buda bin Betera wasn't arguing at all on the Risha, rather. The only time Rabbi Uda bin Mitra was arguing is when they all passed away together. That's when he has to do two separate kiriyot. And Amash Mu'ad al-Akha, Rabbi Uda bin Mitra, that it has to be separate kiriyot for parents. Umi Amash Mu'ad al-Akha, did Shmuel really say this? Amash Mu'ad al-Akha, Kedira Mekel Be'evel. We always go by the lenient opinion by Evel. Didn't Shmuel say that? So the Gemara explains, Avelut lehud, kiriyah lehud, there's different dinim. Avelut, the Rishonim explains, the Rabbanan, kiriyah is the Oraita. Avelut, we don't do that on Holomoyed. Kiriyah is done on Holomoyed. So there's, you could see how Kiriyah is a little bit more stringent. So Adekhan Korea, how far does the rip have to go down? From the neckline, Ad Tiburo, until his stomach. Vyeshomim Ad Libon, some say until his heart. Afapishen Rayal Dava, even though there's no clear proof. Zechel Dava, there is a hint. Shinemar Vikirole Abchem Vialbikdechem, rip your hearts, not your clothing. Now, he Giyal Tiburo, once he gets to his stomach, 
If he has to rip another rip of a different mat, marhik shalosh etzbaot, move away three etzbaot, I guess by the neckline, vikorean, then rip to the heart, nitmale milefanav, if there's a lot of rips on the front of the cloak, then mahziro lahoraf, flip it backwards, and then rip over the, the, new, the new front. Nitmale milemalav, chomilemata, if there's a lot on the top, they flip it upside down, and now rip it from the new top. Vakorean milemata, when it's done, if someone rips on the bottom or from the sides, He's he's on his own separate halakha uh, system. But he could rip, you know, for uh, for symbolic reasons. If his parents pass away, he rip a little bit at the bottom. Now, they're both talking in the name of Shmuel Nevi. One of them said that all seven days of Avelut, if, if, if they told a person that a new family member passed away, then he has to rip a new rip, otherwise it looks like he's just adding. Well, Aha Shiva Mosif, and after Shiva, he could uh, just continue that old rip. Hadamar, no, it's called Shloshim Korea. If it, uh, if he had uh, bad news within the next uh, 30 days, the Shloshim, then he has to rip a new rip. Aha Shloshim, and after 30, Mosif, he could uh, add to the old rip. So Matki Fla Rebizera, Rebizera has a problem. Mandamar Koshiva Korea, the one who says it's uh, the seven days is the cutoff. Am I, what's his reason? Deloni Tanashalo, because you can't fix it and it just looks like you're adding to the first mitt, meaning you're just making that rip that you, he did for the first mitt a little bit longer. So then if that's the case, when we said that a woman can tack it back together, maybe she should be able to re- continue that rip even within seven. I says, no, you can't compare. Over there, you only let to tack it back together out of Kavodi Shafat's in your old purposes and not Midin Kiriyah, meaning that's not called put back together, and therefore she would have to rip a new rip. Meaning her Deen of Kiriyah is a rip with a tack. She can't add to that because that's a rip church. She has to rip a new rip. Okay, so now, Man Amar calls Shloshim Korea, according to the one who says all 30 days. Amai, what's his reason? Delo nitan lahotov, because you cannot uh, put it back together. Ela laavivu limo delo nitan lahotov leolam. What about parents? They're not allowed to put it back together forever. So maybe over there also, one is not allowed to uh, put uh, add to that rip even uh, thirty, even after a year, even after two years, even anything after thirty days. The one explains the The reason over there has nothing to do with din of kiriyah. Rather, out of kavod avivaimo, you can't put it back together. So this becomes the new beged. It's a beged with a rip, and therefore a person can add to that rip. Tanu Rabanan, A person borrowed a ripped shirt. A person walked down from the mat, went to the levaya with a ripped shirt, and had nothing to do with the actual avelut. He's stealing from the the, the dead and from the living. Why? From the, he's taking away from the kavod of the dead people because he should have ripped and he didn't rip. And he's uh, he's stealing from the living people because everyone thinks uh, he was very close and that's why he ripped. And Rabban Shimon if a person asked his friend, can I borrow your shirt? I'm going to visit my father. He's sick. Could be he's going to pass away. Then he sees that his father passed away. He rips, even though it's his friend's shirt. And he fixes it because he never had permission. And when he comes back home, he gives his friend back a shirt. And he has to pay him for whatever the damage was from the rip. But if he didn't tell him, 
that he was going to visit his sick father, his father might pass away. How is it, You're not to rip that shirt because you, you never had permission. See, when he told him, I'm going to visit my sick father who might be passed away, there was an understanding that he might have to do Kiri'ah. But when he didn't know where he's going, he never saw, there was no semi-understanding. And Tanur Rabbanan, someone who's sickly, Shemet Lomet, and there's a family member of that sick person passed away, in Modi'in Oto Shemet, they don't tell him that uh, that person passed away, they don't tell him a family member passed away, Shemet Itarif Da'atu Alav, because the person might go crazy, and he might pass away. You don't even do a in front of him. And they tell the woman to be quiet in front of that sick person. Meaning we don't want him to realize someone passed away and he'll die. And they rip for a katan, even though there's no deen of kiri'ah for a katan. But they rip it so people could see him and feel bad. Or as the Maharitz uh, Giyat explains, that uh, we want, again, this is part of Hinuch, that when someone passes away, you have to rip, so they rip it for the Katan. And a person has to rip for his in-laws out of Kavot for his wife. We learned in Masechet Evel Rabati, and Abel should not hold a baby in his hands because that's going to get him to laugh at him. People are going to look at him and say, uh, This is disgusting. He's in Avelut and he's playing with babies. He's, he's trying to have fun during Avelut. And we learned in the Mishnah. When they give the Avelim their first meal, that's a dafka on, 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 on chairs that are standing. If someone goes to an Avel's house and they see that Avel, you know, he's happy, he's not sad, then they should give him that uh, meal on a low bed, so this way he can understand what's going on here. And if he's sad, you could give him that meal on a high bed. And the grass is a story, came to visit him, stood up the chair, and lowered the bed, you can see that this Rabba uh, Barmata doesn't have, uh, he's not a smart guy because he, he sees that I'm not uh, happy, he sees I'm sad, I'm going to do it out of his kavod. And Tanur Rabbanan, if a person is going from one place to another and had an avelut on the way, he's going to do less business, he's do less business, and if not, he should try to do business with the group that he's in, meaning let them do a lot of the work, and this way he doesn't do the main work. And the reason is because he didn't go out there on the uh, on condition that he's going to be an Avel. He didn't know, he just went to business and then he found out. So we can be lenient with him. And Tosfot brings three options. Number one, either we're talking about someone whose parents passed away, that he has to even be Mahmir on Davar Aved, but when he's traveling, he can be Mekil and have other people work with him. Option number two, he's an avail for other relatives, not parents, and in general, he could be lenient when it comes to business, when it's Davar Aved, but uh, over here, since he's not doing anything else, he's not in the house with everyone else, he's not at the cemetery, then he has to be Mahmir a little bit and have other people do the work for him. And option number three, it's a business where he needs to buy food, and when a person's traveling, he usually buys the food himself. Here, they're just saying other people should buy the food for him. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.